Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Steam of the Classroom. Today uh, we have a big episode. We have doing creators, Karen Miller and Melinda Schultz. And we also have green screen gal, Erica Sandstrom on the episode. So welcome everyone. Thank you. Well, thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah this is pretty wild. Um, the, this is your first doing podcast, isn't it? Yes, that's correct. It is an exclusive. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is awesome. I I have known about doing for um, a long time now. I feel like I <clears throat> was um, introduced to it. I don't know, at least like four or five years ago. Um, mm -hmm. and I've loved it since I first started playing around with it and I did it just for fun, like on my own. Um, and then once I realized the potential of using it in the classroom, um, I started using it so much more. And then, um, I feel like I plug this chat every single podcast, but it's true. Primary STEM chat out of Australia is a, um, is such a great chat on Thursday mornings for the U S um, and Thursday nights for Australia, but they were talking about it. Um, I don't know, a year or two ago, and everyone was talking about how great doing was, and then oh, I, yeah. that's when I reimagined it and realized that I could use it in my classroom, and then um, I feel like I've, I've been using it ever since. So, um, you guys are it's glad. It's stop. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank yeah. you. It's one of those apps that just every time you turn around, you find another use for it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I can't have my iPad in my bedroom because I won't sleep <laughs> on the ideas that come. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, Erica, you are green screen gal because of how amazing you are with the green screen. It's uncanny how good you are. And I just think like, I, I just think like every time that I open up the app, I'm like, oh man, Erica can do so much with this. I need to pick her brain. I need to just like oh, sit with you for you. like a week straight, no sleeping, 24 hours, and just pick your brain. Thank you. Gosh, that is really kind. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Things happen in life, and, and I think your passions come out. Who knew mine would be this? I'll, I'll tell you. And thanks to these lovely ladies and, and, and their other uh, their coder for creating these apps because <laughs> I, um, I am literally obsessed. And uh, yeah, it's, it's so fun. I can't stop. I just can't. <laughs> he has some of the greatest ideas for somebody that actually knows how to green screen, like some advanced ideas that we've always loved seeing Erica's projects. They're so cool. Oh, thanks, son. Thank you. Yeah, it's, um, it's never ending, um, the ideas. They just, they literally flow in every area. But I'll talk about that when, when we get there. <laughs> if you'll let yes, me know. Yes, our job is just to screen. keep up with Erica. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love them dearly. They're beautiful people. Hmm. Oh, oh, so before we jump into um, all of the topics that we want to talk about, how about everyone, let's introduce yourselves and, and just tell everyone a little bit about each and every one of you. So, um, do Wink, Karen, slash Melinda, do either one of you want to start? Sure, I'd be glad to. So, uh, this is Karen Miller. Um, I'm a, what they call a serial entrepreneur, which means I don't do well playing. You know, I love starting companies. It's the fun thing to do. It's just uh, nice to be able to come up with ideas and create them. So, um, 
I started doing with Dick Freiling, and he and I had done a computer graphics company 20-some years ago. Um, we met um, many, many years before that at a computer graphics company. So we started a medical imaging company that pioneered the ability to display x-rays on a computer and send them around a hospital. And it was a, a very um, successful company. We sold it to a public company. Melinda, in fact, was our second employee. And so she's been with Dick and me for years as well. Um, and when we sold Dome, uh, we decided to try to retire, didn't do it well, and then decided to start Do Inc. And so we really wanted to do something fun and creative something that wasn't serious because certainly 20 years in the medical industry, we were ready to just do something fun. Melinda? Yeah, I mean, so my name is Melinda Schultz. And um, again, what Karen said, we, I started out working with them at a medical company. We all really worked well together. Karen and Dick, definitely visionaries. Um, and then I was sort of the person that was like, okay, let's, let's get this done. And so we just have a really great way of communicating. We're a tiny company of three people. So, you know, I think a lot of people think that Duink is a much bigger company than it really is when it's three of us. I mean, if you write a support email to us or you write to us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, it's Karen or I, and then we're sitting there talking to Dick about whatever would be coming up for requests or future features or, or anything with the app. Um, so yeah, and it's been fun. We really have enjoyed going from a super serious medical background for all of us to um, working with all these wonderful teachers and all these students coming up with these amazingly creative, cool, interesting projects that teach us every day too. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> oh, okay, well, I'm, I'm Erica Sandstrom and I am um, a teacher. I'm on my 30th year. Um, I started teaching in Missouri many years ago and I've taught fourth grade, fifth grade. I'm to St. Louis, taught sixth grade, taught all four subject areas. I clearly was searching. And then um, I'm so old that I, <laughs> I saw the internet, I saw the internet get in invented and I watched <laughs> what it's done for classrooms and just the whole process just from beginning till now with technology. And I just um, became obsessed. And then I eventually moved back to New England, taught third grade for a while, but I was always the tech facilitator in all my buildings and teaching PD and technology. So then I was, uh, in 2004, went up to the middle school level to teach um, tech up there. And, and now um, I'm a digital, digital media teacher. I started a program teaching about all the opportunities in video production, music production, animation, and all this. Um, it's just amazing how I've ended up here. And um, I'm also a mindfulness um, enthusiast. So I have now recently tied um, mindfulness coaching and PD and with my green screen, um, married the two of those together. And uh, I'm also, um, gosh, <laughs> so many things, district co coordinator for Salem State Collaborative. I teach from MassQ. I'm also a yoga instructor. So, um, and started the Mindful Superhero Club. Anyway, all of this of 30 <laughs> years has led me to this. And this, this green screen started about five years ago and, and their app. And um, it's just, uh, just been amazing, and their support is so great. So I'm super grateful for my two ladies. I love to call the Oprah and uh, Gail of Green Screen. <laughs> <laughs> very special, very special episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We um, I started a, a company called Limelight Green, green Screen, and it's um part of the Green Screen Gal thing. And we go to assisted livings and 
um, a lot of times we volunteer to, to, to bring the joy of green screen. And uh, just last week I did one and we had a 94 year old um, man who used to be a skier and he wanted a scene so we can use um, green and green screen technology to cover up the wheelchair so it disappears. And he was skiing on a chairlift. He loved it. And yes, wow. we've, done, we've done bungee uh, jumping and everything with them, but it's just, I can't, those are my favorite things to go to. And we also um, are going to Children's Hospital in, um, in Boston soon, um, I think in February, to do the same thing and make That's that magic amazing. happen. That is awesome. And how, like how, for, especially for um, the Children's Hospital, how great will that be for those kids to, to transport themselves to another place? That's not their hospital room, you know? It's, Exactly. And it has like, to, it, I mean, going on your mindfulness, it, it has to do something for positivity and motivation. And I, I mean, maybe we can do a study on it or something, but I feel like having that time where the kids can put themselves somewhere else and dream and I don't know, like, I'm, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, I feel like it's, it has to be, it has to do something to help them. Oh, absolutely. Oh, sure. And I mean, I, I want to say that some of the, or the special needs projects that I see from various different places, Erica does amazing ones um, with some of her students. Those are the most inspiring for me to see. Absolutely. Yes. I, I was just thinking of Andrea Bolton and her uh, student, is it Bolton? Is that right? Yep, her student it. in the wheelchair that is mm -hmm. snowboarding. And, um, yeah. And with Achilles, my, um, special needs student who has really short fingers and he can do anything. It's such a user-friendly app, especially for special needs kids. And they, oh my gosh, they have the most fun with it. And just the problem solving. I just, that to me is my favorite also hour to teach. I think it's with the, with the assistant, with the, um, with, uh, assisted livings, but also with, um, the special needs classes. I love it. <clears throat> And you get a reflection of what they're interested in. So Achilles often is, he's driving a car and he's got Barney in the car next to him, which is just, it was, it's just such a sweet, inspiring project. <laughs> he's so sweet. He, that was, uh, we had a manifest a dream and that was his dream. So he wanted, <laughs> he wanted Barney and him in a convertible and, and uh, driving to a beautiful place. And he found all that himself. He's taken himself, um, you know, he's done all kinds of things. Um, I need to have just a, an Achilles show just because he comes up with so many amazing ideas right now they're working on a lemonade stand um his whole class and um trying to do problem solving with that and and, and teaching life skills so that's that's the beautiful thing too is their teacher's actually in my course right now and she's learning how to use the green screen to teach life skills to her students and oh, cool. i can't think of a better way yeah it's wonderful so what would they be doing with the lemonade stand um, well, they, you know, they learn the life skills of having to, um, uh, make the lemonade. So they do almost like a cooking show to teach people how to make lemonade. And then they do the part about, you know, having to sell the lemonade and how to people and how to, you know, thank people how to work with money, you know, the whole thing. But with the green screen, we can turn it into just an hysterical, uh, wonderful thing. You know, it's very cartoony in the background and, um, they get to have magical lemonade floating in their hands, all kinds of stuff, speech bubbles, all, it, it just endless. So fun. That's awesome. I don't know that answer to <laughs> So, um, how would you, I guess you both can, we, I guess we've talked about it a little bit, um, but how would you 
envision doing to be used in the classroom? Um, Erica, you can answer too. Um, like, what would you what would you love to see teachers doing? And I think some of the things that you just said, Erica, is really awesome with the mindfulness and and teaching life skills. But what else would you guys love to see? Well, uh, this is Karen Miller, and I I thought if you know if I could, it might help to actually talk about how we got the idea and then because it from there you can talk about sort of the evolution of the app and how um, people are using it because you know what we've tried to do is follow the lead of the teachers you know in what they want and how they're using it um, this the idea for the green screen app actually came in I think it was about 2015 I was at Ed Camp Boston in a video session and um, a teacher raised her hand and asked if anyone knew of an easy to use green screen app um, for second graders. And I was shocked, one, that she needed that, and two, to hear that her second graders were using iMovie. Um, but of course, iMovie at the time didn't have a green screen feature. So I went back and researched and saw that there was a void in doing green screening. And so I knew that with our background in our other animation, in our other app, our animation app, that we could do video, the secret was to do it well, fast, make it easy, easy enough for a second grader. So that's um, the idea for the app started was, we said, oh, we'll just be great to teach weather unit and science. You know, that was how we started. And then um, we were very lucky because of our animation app, we had great relationships with a number of teachers like Trisha Fugelfund. Trisha Fugelstat, whose uh, Twitter handle is Fugelfun, and they tested our, um, beta tested our green screen app right in the classroom during the six months of development. And the feedback was incredible and really helped us focus on keeping this app fast, fun, and easy. So that um, what, by the time it was actually released, uh, two weeks after it was released, Apple saw it, picked it as the best new app in education, and then basically we went from there. So the app started out, as I said, for science. You know, and we saw it as a very specific, fun unit. And from there, it just uh, evolved. And what, um, you know, when people say to me, "Did are people using it in ways that we didn't foresee? Yes, definitely. And that's the beauty of having an open-ended creative app. Mm -hmm. Every time we turn around, there's somebody else using it in a unique way. I think the the biggest surprise, and Melinda, let me know what you think as well. What we didn't know and we learned pretty quickly was um, the amount of app smashing that was being done on the oh, iPad yeah. and the iPhone. And our app, you know, I've seen a couple of awards that it won. One was best app for app smashing because of its layers and its ability to handle all these different media sources. It's used in hundreds and hundreds of different configurations of app smashing. And I think that's what probably was the biggest surprise in terms of how the app is used and why it's used in everything now from phys ed to human resources to, um, you know, doing school broadcasts. Linda, what do you think? Yeah, no, and I agree. There was, I've always loved the fact that there's projects, somebody like Trisha Fugel said, who will send us, you'll see her project and, and we'll almost have to go look at her blog to figure out exactly how she did it because she uses all these different apps to do these, all these really incredibly creative um, projects. And one of the other things that I've always loved about how this app is developed and, and grown is that, you know, we kind of saw it to be maybe the teachers doing a lot of the work, but it was 
very early on that we noticed, you know what, the teachers really are getting taught by their students. And a lot of the pictures were coming in where the, the student was behind doing all the work, doing all the taping. They had a director, they had a taping, they had somebody doing teleprompting. So it became this really great collaborative project for all the students to work together, have a great time, learn the technology and, and grow. And so you could see these really young students doing it and you could see these students up to like high school, college using it. And that's one of the things, you know, it's lots of different disciplines can use it. Um, it's, it's gone into areas that we never even, in, I would have never thought, like we have a really active um, PE teacher who's doing these amazing like quick workouts for kids or any kid to use, which was great you know, foreign languages, living museums, which are adorable projects. Um, so, you know, every age group and all these different <clears> subjects. But that to me, I didn't necessarily envision it in so many different places. And that I've been really impressed with and, and, um, and happy to see. Okay, are you guys sure you're not teachers? Because that was beautiful. <laughs> okay. um, on, we honestly, learn from our teachers. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. And we learn from you. Oh, I yeah. I, I, um, I actually have two parts to this, and this might be a different question, Tori, but like, not only do I have a bunch of ideas and things that I've even um, seen from my participants in my courses, but I want to point out why, um, and I can do this now or later, but why doing is set apart from other green screen apps, um, and why I feel like these teachers are able to create these incredible things. Um, is that okay? To yeah, go for <laughs> it. So, okay, so some ways it stands apart is um, it is a video production app with a timeline. So you have all the tools you need. Split is my new favorite one because I can move things around easily um, that they added this past July. But the thing about that is most of the um, green screen capabilities that a lot of these things say they have, I don't want to name them, uh, basically it takes the green screen background out. It doesn't give you the editing uh, capability, the things that I'm making. I, I could never do them in other programs. I, I can use those for a quick green screen project, but doing is better because uh, another reason you can film far away and incorporate whole bodies. Um, a lot of times with the green screen apps, you have to have people on green completely and the framing has to be perfect. But with doing, it doesn't matter. I, I film from across the room sometimes and that way we can just crop it later with the crop tool. Um, you can manipulate the size of subjects. You can turn them upside down. You can do all kinds of things. Uh, the, mask, the mask tool is like having Photoshop at your fingertips. So even if you have bad lighting or a patch of green you want to get rid of, um, that's another thing that nobody else has. And um, I used to, before that, take it into Photoshop. Now this is, I don't have to. It makes it easy to incorporate other filming techniques like voiceover, speech bubbles, slow motion, time-lapse photography, and now um, the magic of animation their animation tools are being put right in there. That is just brilliant. Uh, it's very user-friendly, like we talked about. Achilles with his little fingers, my 80-year-old dad. Um, sorry, dad, but you look great for 80. I can say that. <laughs> uh, the countless ways to use Doink, even if you don't have a green screen. I think that's my favorite. I have a lot of people say, well, I don't have a green screen. And this, I'm like, you don't need one all the time. And then that's when I teach them to catch blue butterflies and run from dinosaurs. You know, important things. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, um, I could tell you some ideas from the classroom, just the things that I've done and I see from my participants. Uh, high school example, I have a forensic science teacher right now and she, we're help, I'm helping her to create a CSI episode with her students. And that was a new one for me. Yeah, isn't that fantastic? 
And uh, this, I can't even believe some of the green screen things I've found. Like if you Google green screen forensic science, you'll see um, just some really funny things. Um, elementary schools, we did, um, you can do collaborative stories. You can even use airdrop from kid to kid to add on to a story or change a scene. That's really fun. Um, with my middle schoolers, you know, the mindfulness, we take the mindfulness card deck and we create videos. And mindfulness practices, teaching breathing techniques, um, you know, all from a teen's perspective because the kids, they want to teach uh, the little kids all about mindfulness and they're having fun learning it themselves. They don't even realize what they're doing for themselves when they're teaching others. Um, and then like we have the glitter jar. I, I, I'm sure you've all seen on, on yeah, YouTube. I love that. Yeah, the glitter jar. For, it's, um, it's called Settle Your Glitter. You can just go to YouTube and find it. Uh, we have a kid president thing going on where the kids make something to make the world more awesome, a unity project, special needs students we've already talked about, um, uh, ESL students. My, um, they're all doing a unity project where they're teaching others how to speak all the languages in our school. At, in Peabody, at my middle school, we have quite a few um, languages spoken there and culture, so uh, they're having fun with that. They're even doing parkour over the word hello and other <laughs> other languages hysterical what you can do on doing you can actually do parkour you just sit on the floor and then flip yourself upside down i know thanks for rain williams in the office for that motivation <laughs> um, <laughs> i don't know if you guys have seen the parkour episode of the office but you must google it um, math we have a perimeter wrap going on and uh, word problems come to life you can do a voiceover kids tell a story and the shy kids can you know be behind the scenes like you said social studies the black and white creations to visit time and place, person in history, uh, Ellis Island with second graders. We're doing that one. ABCs of Africa, storms, weathers, all that. ELA, collaborative stories and book snaps, Tara Martin's book snaps, actually, and poetry and parodies. We're doing um, teachers can use it to film. This is really, actually, really good. Uh, teachers can use it to film intros to their lessons and things like that. Um, I know with middle school that if I start to speak, they start interrupting within seconds. So I've made a lot of intros to my lessons and used the green screen to make them fun. And they will watch them over and over again if I'm in there running from a dinosaur. You know, they are making it green screen fun. And um, recently on a more serious note, um, as you know, Peabody's been through uh, quite a bunch of tragedies lately and um, mm. um, losing our superintendent and a student. Um, we've lost three students and uh, a principal, but uh, my Kara uh, Murtag is um, our 44-year-old who, who has just recently passed, but she was uh, a huge fan of the green screen. Um, she actually had me use it with the school board and with um, the student government at the high school and the whole office, uh, downtown office. So we had a huge green screen party and stuff like that. But she was also an advocate of getting the professional development out for green screen because she sees the magic behind it from um, social emotional learning and what it's doing for kids. And we made, um, I think you guys probably saw a PBD Strong Heart uh, video where the kids held hands around it to show the strength of our city. So anyway, that's a lot of examples. People always ask me for them, so I thought I would spill them out for you. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else's turn. <laughs> <laughs> that was so many examples, I don't even know what to do with myself right now. <laughs> Well, that's why it's on uh, record, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'll have to after I'll, afterwards. I'll have to go back and listen to them all and write some down. <laughs> <laughs> I actually stopped myself. I had more. <laughs> <laughs> that's so amazing, though, and it's it's really cool 
to see all of your ideas and and to see what everyone else is doing because that's where I've um, gotten some of uh, the ideas for my classroom and then I've also seen what other people can do and didn't even realize that you could do things like that with green screens like for example I saw kids holding up a green piece of paper and then like dragging it over their body and it's showing like the different um, oh, yeah. parts of the body and everything like that and I would have never even thought of that I feel like I've there's a whole world of green screen stuff that I just haven't even tapped into in my classroom. And well, I don't sleep at night, Tori. <laughs> well, and the, the kids love green screen. They, I'm not kidding. The first day of school, I say, when are we using the green screen? <laughs> okay. Like we, we absolutely are using it. Just, you know, we're not using it right now or like it's coming up or whatever. It's literally the question that they ask starting day one. And then they continuously ask it throughout the whole year. When is the green screen unit coming up? And it's definitely something that I want to get better at. But as you guys said earlier, the kids teach the teachers. That's absolutely what happens in my room too. Cause a lot of the times I'll, show the kids the very basics of how to use the app. And then I say, all right, you guys go to town. What can you figure out? What can you create and come up with? And, um, and just even the difference between last year, which was the first year that I, uh, my classroom existed, the STEAM lab, and to this year, just the difference in skills that the kids have. Um, and a lot of them are like, well, we went home and we downloaded the app. <laughs> it's so great. It's like we do it at home and, and it's, it's really cool to hear all that. And, and well, yes, and as Melinda was saying, you know, what's nice for us is we're very accessible, whether or not it's on Twitter or Instagram or email at their support site. And we get letters constantly from the teachers thanking us for engaging their students. And, and that keeps us working harder, you know, every day because of that. You know, it, it's nice that they appreciate it and we love seeing what's being done. And, you know, on that note, and, and this is something that um, probably, Tori, you saw, I you know, I live on Twitter. You know, Twitter for us is the window into the classroom. And, you know, Apple keeps their app developers uh, pretty distant from, you know, we don't know on a daily basis who buys our app. So for me to be able to sit on Twitter and see, you know, what's being done this morning, for example, in Saudi Arabia, or what's being done tonight in Australia, Twitter gives me that window. And I can see the different lessons and I can curate them and reshare them. And it, you know, Melinda does a, a phenomenal job of taking these lessons that we see being shared and putting them on Pinterest boards. We have hundreds of Pinterest boards where lessons um, are curated. So, you know, how to use green screen in English, how to use it in science class, how to use it around the holidays. And so it's the teachers that are just coming up with these amazing ideas. We curate them and then share them to help keep encouraging, as you said, like the example where the teacher held up the green card. That was <coughs> the first time I ever saw it done was on Twitter. And um, and then just to see the number of teachers who ran with that in other different disciplines. So um, it's really exciting for us to be able to, from our you know virtual offices, to see what's going on in the classroom and help you know design an app to further that. Yes, absolutely. It's getting kids to play again too. What a what an important thing for kids. Um, because they're such, they're turning into introverts because of all the technology. And I know with middle school, especially in high school, hiding behind their devices, but this, this is getting them 
uh, to not only have teachable moments of um, mindfulness and social emotional learning, but getting them uh, to play and to problem to work together to work together and being creative. And, oh gosh, and and remembering mm -hmm. the, the things that they're learning, their concepts. I mean, if you, I hear them in the hallway talking about all of the things that we do. We did a social emotional learning one on uh, negative self talk and put those breaks on that negative self talk. And I hear the kids down the hall talking about it. They're they're they hear their friends put themselves down. They're like, put your brakes on that negative side. <laughs> so it's all from a, a movie that we made. And, um, but like if you have kids, um, I love one of the examples on Dewing's website of, of their uh, animation with the, with the uh, water, is it the water cycle? I mean, think yeah. about mm -hmm. the kids will, after you do that work and they make that, they're never going to forget it. So that's, that's the obvious reason that, that this is uh, incredible for any classroom. Oh, yeah. And it's just going off of them never forgetting. And it's something that they will never forget, but they'll also run off the school bus towards school for. Yes. And they and do. I, I have kids that have, ne I have these eighth grade boys, God bless them. But I'll tell you, I, I have the hardest time getting them to do anything. But if it has to do with the green screen, they are, they are so into it. And oh it's, yeah, it's, it's a riot. It's a little dangerous in my room sometimes. <laughs> but as you'll see, when you see my new calendar come out, I didn't I haven't had time this Christmas to finish it yet. But uh, we have our um, I'm, I make a advent calendar every year, and wait till you see the shenanigans they came up with this time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't well, wait to show you. And the kids, they, I mean, we do see year to year projects just get better and better. People understand the app better. They understand the technology better. They're using better backgrounds or, or they're putting more into them and they understand the tools better. And, and every year I do, we do see, it's like, wow, these projects are just getting better and better. Oh, well, yeah. And, and to Melinda's point, um, one of my favorite uh, teachers out in California and Kuzma um, said something that I always remembered. She called our app a gateway app. And what she meant was that for a lot of her, especially pre-K to second grade teachers were afraid of video or afraid of creating. And she would introduce our app to get the teachers excited about what they could do because it was easy um, and that they could do something very quick. And what that she said, what she loves is then she goes back after the second and the third and the fourth year. And you start to see, as Melinda said, these teachers are really exploring the app and realize that there's you know, though the app looks wicked simple and, you know, you can do a couple things very quickly in a second, that once you really start looking, there's so much power underneath the hood. Mm -hmm. And there's so many so more much. things that you can. <laughs> yeah. You know, the example that I use um, when, pe when people ask me what, when we designed the app, you know, what was our concept? And I, for me, it was Instagram. Instagram does one thing really well and they do it. You look at it, you think what they're doing is really simple. It, what they're doing is incredibly difficult and incredibly sophisticated from a technology point of view. They just hide it all under the hood and make it look easy. And so that was the same idea. You know, if you remember prior to our app coming out, people would refer to green screening as hard to do, diff, you know, time consuming, difficult. If you ask anybody in the video world who do real professional editing, they'll tell you what they don't want to do is green screen because of how difficult it is. So, you know, that was really our goal was to make this fun, fast and easy. And the technology is remarkably sophisticated under the hood. It just looks simple. And so then once you start playing with it over the years, then you start seeing how much more you can do with it.
Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And their app, I have uncovered so many cool things and it just, it's, I, I'm sure you can see when you see my projects and how just the growth of them, of all the possibilities the app has. And it is, the thing is, it is an easy, um, it, it's great for beginners. They can be successful right away with this app. And right. if you want to take it to, to the level of where I'm at or where I'm going, um, you can do that too. It just doesn't stop. And I, I love watching, uh, all these people get so excited, these teachers, as they build on their skills and build on their skills. And then that's where the creativity comes from and then the things you can do. But it, there, is a, there is a fear out there, in a, uh, especially uh, with technology. But I, I can promise you, uh, educators, um, you, you'll get the green screen fever and you won't be able to stop. And my goal is to help create a free starter kit for anybody who really wants to, to give this a try. And everybody should, because just to get past that, that thing they're talking about, about, you know, that it's hard because it's not. And um, all the classroom management ideas and basically teaching people to not have the bumps and bruises I've had <laughs> with using this in a classroom. Um, so uh, I'm trying to take away a lot of that pain and make it easy for everybody. But Karen's that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. And I love what you're, I mean, all three of you are so accessible and Erica, you're so quick to answer any questions. And um, like, even like you and I chat- talking, I'm like, oh, hey, like, thinking about doing this. And you're like, yes, yes, yes. And here's like a thousand other reasons or ha- ha- <laughs> thousand other ideas of what you can I'm do. And it's, it's, <laughs> no, but it's so great. And I think anyone that's listening, um, if you have questions or if you want to learn more or anything, just reach out because. Um, all three of you are so kind and so positive um, and just so willing to help out and educator or not, you know, all three of you are such great resources. Well, thank, thank you. you. I, thank you so much. I, um, I don't know if uh, you're answering or asking this question, but um, I, I am just for that reason, I'm creating a Facebook community called green screen fever. Uh, and it's, going to be a, a free group for educators out there that need those questions answered or want to share, or um, I'm going to do a live video once a week, uh, whether with their green screen tips, uh, tricks, or even a, a live demo or a question and answer. Lyra, I don't know how it's going to go yet, but I'm hoping to get some educators in there. And um, I'm also running a, um, a free five-day challenge, green screen challenge, to get people going. I'm going to run that in February. And um, in this group, but hopefully building this community because I know that one of my most positive things and best ways to get ideas for my classroom is to join um, Facebook education groups or even Twitter uh, education groups out there. It's incredible. Oh yeah, it's one of the it's my like favorite way to get ideas. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I had a I needed a sub for a plan uh, a plan sorry a plan for a substitute once and within twenty minutes I had uh, about fifteen ideas just scrolling through my inbox. It was amazing. <laughs> I know. I love it. So I hope, I hope that I can build a community. Um, because when you said it perfectly, I get so excited when people ask me questions, and I, but I, my courses are, you know, there's a lot in them. Um, I overshare a lot, but, but, um, but once you get the fever, you're, you're going to want it. <laughs> I love that. I think I, I honestly think your group, your Facebook group will fill up so fast. Oh, I hope so. I need, I need to speak to people from my mothership and, uh, hopefully I can, uh, <laughs> 
get these two ladies to do some um, guest spots for me. <laughs> That'd be fun. Sure. Yeah. Spe hey, speaking of speaking that? of guest spots or anything, um, does Doink have any plans to provide more PD or workshops or anything like that? You always attend MassQ, but as attendees and not as presenters or anything. So, do you have anything in the works? Well, in terms of MassQ, you know, one of the things we find is that. Um, you have to be very careful at these conferences not to come on salesy, you know, yeah. and oftentimes I find that it's better for us to support the teachers who are presenting because, you know, they're the ones who really understand the classroom and how this app is used. So, you know, we reach out to every teacher that's presenting ahead of time with whatever they need in terms of support and resources. Um, now, you know, to your comment about PD, one of the challenges that we have, and you know, Melinda touched upon it, is we're three people, and you know, we, we have an app that we're basically selling for about a dollar, and so you know, your your resources, you need to figure out how you can do the most with what you have, and right now, you know, Melinda and I stay incredibly busy with social media, um, in terms of, and also with support. What we do try to do is figure out ways that we can scale support. For example, our website at doink.com, we have a number of tutorials there that um, people can find. We have one page, step-by-step um, -step instructions, hundreds of videos on YouTube that you can find. So we're constantly adding more and more things to our resources. But we're always trying to figure out how to scale those resources. Because when you're just three people, that's really key is scalability. Oh, absolutely. I actually have a PD, too, that I go around um, to school districts and um, starting to um, travel for that called Rock Your Green Screen. So uh, hopefully we can get uh, more educators on board doing the same thing. There's a lot of them out there already at the conferences and things, and it's just sure. spread, spreading the green screen fever. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and the way we do that is, you know, to um, what Eric was saying, we probably support something like 550 ed camps a year. Yeah. So I am, you know, think about that. How many teachers are writing me personally on a daily basis? And I'm, you know, sending things to them in terms of support resources constantly. So, you know, it is, you know, as I said, you're really balancing your development of your product with your resources, with the people you have. But you, I, you, you said it to me before, too, ladies. You've said, you know, the teachers um, are doing it. They are providing the PD. And uh, you're yep. really good about um, being so wonderful to all of us power users, too, and beta testers and uh, supporting us and getting our, getting our stuff out there. And um, so it's, sure. it's a really fun community to be part of, part of doing, you know, um, unofficial team. You know, it's great. It's great. Mm -hmm. yep. No, we're very accessible for that. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. And that's a good point, too. And I, I like what you said about not wanting to be too, um, like, pushy, the salesy. And I, like, I totally, you know, thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, that actually, like, makes, like, a lot of sense. Because when you go and you have all the vendors and everything, and, and it's fun to talk to all the vendors, but I do feel like, oh, they really want me to buy something right now. And like, oh, I don't know if I can. Like, and it makes like that awkward, like, Ooh, I don't know if it's going to work out kind of thing. But you guys just supporting 
um, the teachers that are providing the PD and, and just being out there for anyone that has questions. That's really, that's really awesome. And it's a really great way, a great perspective to have, in my opinion, I think. Well, I think the one thing that we've learned, and it's so critical, is that you could have a great technology, but it's really about the teachers who use it, and it's about the lessons that teachers design around that technology. And I see too many app companies or companies in general who come to me and say, I want to be like doing and, you know, sell, you know, you know, all over the world, the way we do it, they, I always tell them, well, it's not about the technology. I think what you're doing is very cool, but, you know, work with your teachers help create really great, great lessons that engage your students. That's the secret to your success in education. Yes. Yeah. And I always tell teachers too, you don't always have to create something new. Just take something you're already teaching and just incorporate it. And um, there's so many fun ways to do that. So, cause we have a lot on our plates with curriculum, but you just take something you're already, you're already doing. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just try it and see how it goes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The kids will figure it out if, if, if they don't. <laughs> and, you, and you don't need uh, a fancy green screen. You can no. use green paper or a green tablecloth or a green sheet. Or mm -hmm. a, I know. Well, and my favorite is the pizza box yeah. you know, that's painted green. I uh, love that yeah. one. The best. Pizza that's really boxes. Cool. And, uh, you know, yeah. and you can get trifolds. You know, at, at Walmart, they have, I think, three different sizes. Some are even pre-painted green already. So, I mean, it's just endless ways that, and it, you know, you can do it for a couple of dollars. Buy, you know, our app for $3 and a trifold for two and you're up and running. Oh my gosh, my dad, my dad painted, uh, or actually I painted my kitchen green. And I also, <laughs> <laughs> it's obnoxious. And I also, um, I had this green cape from my Mindful Superhero Club with me in Florida. And my dad taped it to the side of the house and it was the perfect green screen for his thing. And um, I've, I've, yeah, and anybody wearing green can't get away from me. I tell you, it's absolutely endless. The dollar store things are great. You can use poster board with green tape, and you have a green screen. So, Well, and of course, you know, Erica knows this more than anybody, but also it doesn't have to be green. You know, we, we right. have schools that will write us and say, you know, I have a green uniform. What I do, well, you can use blue. I've seen schools that have used our app with a blue wall, oh, yeah. a yellow wall, which really mm -hmm. surprised me, a bright yellow wall. Uh, purple wall. Um, so, you know, the chroma key will allows you to change what it is that you use for a background. So it's really anything but white and black. And yeah, because of the, and the key to that too is um, they used to have, uh, blue screen was the original in Hollywood, but a lot yeah. of people have blue eyes and their blue eyes were looking almost demonic and a lot of blue <laughs> in your clothing. So the thing is about other colors is just make sure that your clothing doesn't have that same color in it. Um, because it makes it a lot easier yeah. uh, for you. But yeah, solid, solid colors with good lighting. I've, I've, I've green screened in airports before. I saw a good colored wall and I went for it. Well, and you know, I get a lot of teachers will write me and, and ask about lighting and Erica, you were, that was a good lead in. You know, I always remind people that, you know, what is worse is having too much light. You know, what is the enemy of green screening is shadows. And so, you know, oftentimes a teacher will write me and they'll show me what they've done and I'll say, move the student further forward away yes. from your Thank wall you, <laughs> because your, your kid is creating a shadow and that yeah. is where you're getting a fuzziness. Mm -hmm. So you really want to experiment with the distance of your subject from the wall and also from the camera. Yes. And so there are times when my best green screening is happening in a room that is not particularly well lit because there's no shadows. 
exactly. Thank you, Karen, so much. Oh my gosh. It's also like when I see people filming videos, um, not in landscape. <laughs> Please put them in landscape. And <laughs> the portrait. But uh, yeah, that's that's a huge key too to fit into doing if you want a background or you're taking footage that your dinosaur is going to run and make sure it's it's um, landscape. Yes. Landscape uh, mm -hmm. tripods. You can use duct tape as a tripod if you don't have one. Just find something because that's another thing because a lot of uh, teachers um, are like, well, we're moving off the screen too much or we're jumping up and down and and that's just a, you just need a tripod. Um, and nothing well, and Erica, you would be amused if you saw when um, Dick, Dick Bradley is the co-founder of Doink, who is our uh, person who writes our software. And when yeah. he was uh, first doing that um, video with his daughter doing the, um, in, you know, introducing a Doink, uh, he used a musical uh, stand and he put the iPad on it. And that was what he used for a tripod. Oh, God, and yeah. I always thought that it, it, the musical stand worked great. Oh, my best tripod is my teaching cart. It's on wheels and it has a little slit. And I put my cell phone in it and we do like Britney Spear like videos where we, <laughs> just, we, we, we use it backwards. We walk backwards and use it as um, a zoom. Um, mm -hmm. uh, gosh, I'm forgetting it right now. You know, it's called the uh, Dutch, Dutch angles and all this stuff. And it's just so funny because it's our best tripod and the fact that we can move it and do all kinds of cool things. Uh, I've, I've, I've tied phones and trees. I've done it all. <laughs> I've done it all. And um, I love that you said for people to stand away. And, and uh, this is in my starter kit. I'm going to share on my Facebook group that you need at least three feet in front of the back. Because especially when I work with the elderly, um, I a lot of people have white hair. And blonde hair just happens. They get the green halo. And curly and hair. I tell you, oh, curly hair gosh. is the toughest. It's so tough. There's, and, uh, there's yeah. a reason why weather forecast are usually straight hairs yeah, because <laughs> I never so thought hard. about that. That's so true. No, it, you know, what happens is curly hair creates shadows, right? And, you know, yes. because of the way the curls turn and it's those shadows in front of the green screen that then just throws the green screen off. Oh, gosh. That's always the, the, the tough one for me when editing. But yeah, absolutely. Keeping them away from it and, and doing the best lighting you can, but it, you, you hit it on, you, you just helped so many people, Karen. That was great. Thanks. That's true. <laughs> I get that. I get that question a lot. Well, and, and we always try to encourage people to sort of start simple and just do some experiments, right? I think people might get a little bit overwhelmed or concerned that they can't do something, but I think once you start it and start with any of these simple ideas that we have, and you can see how quickly you can make a great image. You can see how quickly you could do a whole class worth of pictures or any of these things can be done and, and each step you get a little more um, willing to make a few more experiments, maybe check out some of the Pinterest boards, check out some Twitter ideas. It just, it, it, there's a whole row of ideas that you can try with your own classrooms. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. So many. And they just keep coming. I, um, one of my favorite tricks too, I like to help people with is a lot of people will say, why dinosaur is coming out of the middle of the room where, you know, um, you have to line up the edges of that green screen overlay, but a, a good trick is to turn off chroma key just for a second, line up that, uh, I keep saying dinosaur, but whatever it is to the edges and then turn chroma key back on and your dinosaur doesn't come out of the middle of the room anymore. I get that question a lot. So that's why I brought it up. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if good that makes sense. Does that make sense? <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, ladies, before we wrap it up, would you um, 
uh, Erica, I, Erica, I feel like you answered this a little bit, but you can jump in too. Um, but what are your plans for the future? Do you have any goals, any green screen goals, any doing goals? What's coming down the line? Go for it, girls. Oh, um, yeah, I think the, um, the challenge for us, and you know, I, I wanna make sure that we never forget the reason why people use our app to begin with, and that is that it's you know easy and it's fast and it's fun. You know, I, I there's always these great ideas. There's things that we can add to the app, but we don't want to break you know what it what we have, which is this fast, fun, easy app. So we're always balancing more features with what it is that is simple to use to begin with. So we have a lot of ideas we're working on right now. In fact, uh, Erica is being an incredible beta tester for us. And we're just trying to figure out how to roll these out um, slowly over time um, and making it easy for the people to jump in. You know, it was interesting when we came out with, um, as Erica was talking about, the ability to resize images and video and the masking tool, we became all of a sudden no longer just a green screen video app, but a creativity app. And uh, I think it was Greg Kuliwick who said that from EdTech Teacher, that you're now a full-fledged creativity app. And so that's what we're looking is adding new features to enable students to be more creative in making their green screen photos and videos. So um, I'd love to share a, li a little bit with you, but right now, you know, we're trying to really think through what those are and how we release them over the next year. Um, as Erica mentioned this, um, just recently we had a major release come out in September, which was where that we now support 4K resolution. Uh, the big thing was the ability to take uh, animations and drawings um, that we had created from our previous uh, entry into the web world, and now you're able to use these art props in your background and to move them. So we'll be adding on to this whole capability of being more creative um, and adding more tools to that side of it with our green screen app. That's so exciting. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it, I'm a beta tester and it is exciting. Everyone is going to be very happy. But um, the main thing yeah. is to make it so we don't break it, right? You know, right. we don't want to throw it. so many, you don't right. want to put so many features in it that all of a sudden those K through two teachers who said we were a gateway app are now just totally overwhelmed. And so <laughs> right. it really exactly. is, a, it's really a very careful balance. Yeah, and they're very mindful of that too. Um, as excited as I get, <laughs> but uh, just even the new update is, is I'm still, I'm, I'm, I feel like a, be a beginner again because the animation, now I'm tying in the animation and my ideas are, are taking a whole new flight. So I have that to play with. So when these new features come out, I'll have even more. So it's just, uh, that's the exciting part is they just keep building on it and building on it as people's skills grow too. So you're gonna make a lot of very happy teachers out there. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Melinda, did you have anything to add to that before yeah. I? I mean, I think that that's, Karen said it perfectly, right? We're always, we're always listening to what people are asking for. We get all sorts of requests and we try to balance on what's going to be the best for the students that are out there, what's going to be the easiest way, and how do we incorporate that into the product to make it um, still the best green screen app for everyone to use in the education market. Excellent. And um, yeah, I already touched on it a little bit. I'm starting this Facebook group, uh, Green Screen Fever. 
Um, you can find me on Facebook at Green Screen Gal, uh, Twitter, Green Screen Gal, Instagram, Green Screen Gal 44. Um, and greenscreengal.com is, is, uh, will be up and running. But also in that, uh, in Green Screen Gal on Facebook, I'll have that support group and I'll have a free five day um, starter. We'll have a starter kit that you can download, but also a five day challenge, like a mini course. Um, and like I said, I want to do some lives on there and just help people because I get so many questions and there's so many people that could really use that kind of support. And it's, it'll be a lot of fun in there too. Uh, I'm also, people can find me at uh, Club Mindful, at Club Mindful. That is my Mindful Superhero Club. We have a lot of productions coming out as well. And and if you know me well, I have a lot of hashtags going on. So <laughs> hashtag create to unify, log off for living. So all of those will be reintroduced and and going big in 2020 for that. Just just to, um, I'm a huge advocate of obviously getting this joy out to as many people as possible of all ages. It's just, it's just too good. So I'm trying to find ways to do that. And uh, I appreciate everybody's support. You guys are awesome. That's awesome. Thanks. And um, how do we contact Zoink? Uh, well, we're very visible. Uh, you know, somebody said to me, you know, uh, you live on Twitter. We have quite a community. I think we're up to 45,000 users on Twitter. And uh, that's, you know, an excellent way to connect with us. Um, also, our support at, I'm sorry? That's at Doink Tweets, just so you, if people are looking for Yeah, them. Doink Tweets is the way to reach us on Twitter, at Doink Tweets. And then from a, um, if you want to email and reach Melinda and myself directly, it's support at doink.com um, is a great way. As Melinda said, it's either she or I uh, will be picking up and reading them and we um, can be contacted that way. Melinda is very active on Instagram. Um, and uh, you're, what are you at doink apps, correct? Doink apps. Yep. And Pinterest is, um, doink.com and Facebook where we're doing it, um, at uh, Facebook as well. So, you know, there's so many ways to get in touch with us and YouTube. We're very, there's so many things. Um, if you look up, uh, doink on, on YouTube, you'll find tons and tons of examples there as well. That's amazing. Yes. And if anyone wants to uh, reach out to me, I'm at Steam Up, the CLSRM on Twitter. Uh, my classroom page on Instagram is at Steam Up the Classroom, and my website is steamuptheclassroom.com. Ladies, this has been so amazing. I don't want it to end, but I feel like we need to wrap it up. We could talk forever. <laughs> well, we appreciate the opportunity, and uh, of course, always love hearing in, uh, Erica going on because she, you know, we learn from her every day. Aw, thanks, girls. <laughs> yeah, I am so appreciative of this opportunity as well. It just, uh, to be able to have your passion uh, out there and speaking of it and, and, and actually working with it is great. So thank you, Dory, and thank you guys. Thanks, Karen and Melinda and, and Dick for being so great and um, such wonderful people behind this incredible app. Well, thank you. You guys have a happy new year. We look forward to going into 2020.